Hey everybody and welcome back to this week's edition of This Woman Can. I am your host, Janice Sutherland, career strategist for the black woman over 40. Now, in my previous podcast episode, The Power of Purpose, Finding Your Mid-Career Why, if you haven't had listened to it, just snip back and have a listen before you listen to this one. I spoke about how beneficial, even life-changing, knowing and following your purpose in your midlife could be. And I'm not going to lie, that really sparked some conversation. I heard lots of feedback from a lot of women who had shared some of their experiences of um, changing careers or feeling like they were stuck or lost their purpose. And I have also heard a lot of women saying, well, I don't know how to do it or how do I do it? Or isn't it, you know, I just can't feel I'm at the right stage of my life to do it. It's the wrong time to do it. And over my years as working as a career strategist, I have heard plenty, and I'm going to say numerous reasons as to why women over 40 are reticent to make a mid-career change. And they're all pretty much the same. We all think we're unique, but to be honest, they all kind of boil down to the same thing. There's some women who feel like they're too old to start over a new career and they worry that they won't be able to keep up with the younger colleagues, you know, the young things out there. There's the money concerns. They're real because many of us over 40 have financial responsibilities, mortgages, children's education and retirement savings that we need, we need, that we feel make it a risk, a difficult risk to leave a stable job, to, to go after that new career we want to go after. And not just that, though, it's well documented that due to systemic discrimination, black women are more likely to be paid less and have fewer access to resources. A lack of experience in the field they're interested in can be a part of why they feel they don't have to make the to make them a successful transition to a new career. The big one is fear of failure, because as black women, and I see this a lot, we're often taught that failure is not an option if we're to be deemed successful. And the idea of starting over in a new career, stepping into that unknown can actually be intimidating and fearful and thinking, what, what if I don't get it right? There's a perceived lack of opportunities, and I say perceived lack, because some women feel like there aren't many job opportunities available them to, to them in a new field, especially if they're starting from scratch. But there are ways to get around that um, as we go forward, as we look at what we need to do. There can be the difficulty, difficulty, should I say, sorry, balancing work and family responsibilities, because many women have caregiving responsibilities for children or even elderly relatives, as I find myself at, the, at this moment, which can actually make it challenging to make that career change. And then you want to add that, you want to add to that being a black woman, those concerns will actually multiply, multiply when you add systemic racism, which can lead to fewer opportunities, lower pay, as I've mentioned, fewer chances to advance in careers, making more challenging to consider a career change, even if we feel like our options are limited. Intersectional discrimination, the field I work in a lot, because black women over 40 may face both gender, race and age discrimination in the workplace, which can make it feel harder for us to feel confident in making a career change. In turn, this leads to us feeling like an imposter and, you know, it really impacts our confidence. And then there's lack of representation, because whilst there's been some progress being made, we really don't see many women who look like us. In, in our maybe our desired career fields, which can make it harder to envision um, ourselves in those roles. But with all of these excuses, 
I always ask a potential new client, do you see yourself being happy in your current career for the next to five, 10 years? And rarely, and I'm saying rarely, do I hear yes to that question. And then to follow up to that, I just say to them, don't you deserve to be in a career you enjoy? Haven't you, heard, haven't you earned it? Now, it's at this point I often pause our session and allow my client time to reflect um, on those couple of questions and to do it as their homework. And when you finish listening to this podcast, just do the fact the same thing yourself, you know. Ask yourself, can you see yourself in this career for the next five to ten years? Does it make you, does it make you happy to stay there? What does that thought bring to your mind? And if you say, if, and if your answer is no to that, just ask yourself, don't you deserve to be in a career you enjoy? And, you know, feedback to me. You can let me know what you think. I'd be really interested to hear your responses. But before we do that, and before you go, before you click off and go, go and answer all those questions, I want to share with you the experience of a former client, um, Michelle, my client, Michelle. And she came to me feeling really stuck in her career. She'd been in a career 20 years. She'd worked her way up to a successful leadership position. But despite this success, she really couldn't help feeling unfulfilled and just a little bit stagnant in her role. And as we talked, she shared that she had always dreamed of pursuing a career in art and design, but she felt that it was too late to change jobs because she'd invested so much time and effort into her current career that she really felt like she couldn't start over again a new field. And added to that, Michelle was actually the primary breadwinner in her family and she worried about the financial risks of leaving a stable job, should I say, to pursue something new and all valid reasons. But as she brewed with that and she sat with that, what she'd noticed over time is that the feelings of dissatisfaction she was feeling just kept growing, just kept growing stronger. And she began to feel increasingly stuck and hopeless. She also found herself taking out her frustration on her family members. She just couldn't shake the feeling that she was wasting her potential and missing out on the chance to pursue her true passions. Now, she came to me and we started working together and we used my mid-career change model. It's a whole career, whole model based on how to change your, change your career mid-career. Michelle was able to overcome her fears and doubts, eventually finding the courage to start exploring new career options. She reached out to people in the art design community just to find a little bit more about what was involved with it. She took classes, workshops in her spare time and even started working on her own creative projects. And over the time, over this period, Michelle really began to feel more confident and excited about the prospect of a career change. Because we weren't talking about jumping straight to career change, you really have to have a plan. And that's what I help you do with my mid-career program to help you make that next move. And when she did all these work, she did that groundwork, she realised that it was never too late to pursue her dreams and that her age and experience could actually work to her advantage in the new field. And eventually, Michelle came to the decision to leave her old job and start a new career in arts design. And though the transition was not without its challenges, she felt a sense of fulfilment and a joy that she'd never experienced before in her career, in her work. And looking back on her journey, Michelle realised that the only thing holding her back from making a career change was her own fear and self-doubt. She felt grateful for the support of her family and friends and proud of herself, and so she should be, for having the courage to pursue her dreams despite the obstacles. 
Now, all that to say, I'm just sharing that story of Michelle with you, because just to let you know that there's different ways of going about this mid-career change. And just because you have these fears right now doesn't mean that has to keep in a place where you're really not happy. Ultimately, agreed, it's up to you to decide if your career makes you happy. And you're really not to let anyone else make that choice for you. And let's be real, I'm going to be honest, not all of us have the luxury of choosing our dream careers right off the bat. You know, sometimes we have to grind in dead-end jobs or positions that don't light our fire. I call them get-you-by jobs because they're a means to an end. It's things we have to do because we've got bills to pay, mouths to feed and responsibilities that really keep us from chasing our dreams. And it can feel like we're stuck in a rut with no way out before we really find what our true passion, our true purpose is. But that doesn't mean you have to suffer through it forever. You don't have to give up on your happiness. You really do deserve to be fulfilled. You really deserve to feel fulfilled and excited about the work you do. Yes, it might take some time and hard work to get you there, but keep working towards your goals and never settle for anything less than what you truly want. Because your dreams are worth fighting for and your happiness should always be a priority. And if you need some support, you always know where you can find me on all the socials. I am Janice Sutherland. Or you can email me at info at or check out my website janisutherland.com to get some more information about how I can support you with your next change. And as, as ever, always remember, if I can, you can, this woman can. Take care. Until next time. 